1: Good morning, Bucknuts. It is Tuesday, December 1st, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. Dwayne Long joins us. Dwayne, it is a wintry wonderland in the state of Ohio. How do you feel about the season's first snowfall?
0: Uh, I wasn't ready for it. It was so cold yesterday, I didn't even want to open a door. I can't believe it got this, you know, it gave us a short little spell between summer and we had a little bit of a fall, but now we are fully into winter, man. Here we go. Let's, uh, let's get through the next couple of weeks. That's, that's where my focus. I'll worry about Christmas after the next couple of weeks.
1: The only thing less predictable than Ohio's weather is Ohio State's football future now. Ohio State, we all know, missed the game against Illinois. They are back, practicing in small groups, hoping to test negative as the Michigan State game looms this weekend. Dwayne, do you think Ohio State will play against Michigan State? I don't know. I'm worried about
0: – uh, <laughs> Michigan State has not reported anything yet, and we were below the 5% threshold last week. That's why we didn't play. It wasn't that, that we um, – uh, had to it was they chose to so i think we're we're, we're in the clear if, if michigan state stays in the clear and we're back practicing we must be feeling pretty good about uh um our our test rate how it's going to come out so uh i'm hoping for the best here because we got to get to six dan some way somehow we got to get to six
1: Yeah, we'll get to that in a quick sec. Ryan Day said yesterday the team can play this weekend if they practice as a group Thursday, get a good walkthrough on Friday. They can play on Saturday. Of course, that's Michigan State. Unfortunately, the game following that against the Fighting Khakis is already a little bit worrisome because Michigan has paused team activities because of a presumptive positive test. So let's talk about what this would mean to Ohio State's quest for both a Big Ten and a college football playoff title. Most pundits believe that if Ohio State plays at least six games and goes undefeated, they will make the playoff. What does that mean? Well, we have the Champions Week crossover game. So even if Ohio State does not get to the threshold of six regular season games, meaning Michigan or Michigan State is canceled, they will get the crossover game at the end of the season against possibly Wisconsin, which would be a sixth game. So that is the magic six number you refer to. Most pundits believe, as stated, that they are 6-0. and oh, They will be the fourth team into the college football playoff. Dwayne, do you agree with this? I
0: think they should be, Dan, because look at how we've been rated all year. Uh, we're, we're one of the four best teams in the country. Absolutely, we should be in the playoff for, really regardless of how many games we had, but I understand if we fall below I mean six is half a season. we fall below that, then their argument is, is it, it expands for not letting us in. But if you just ask me who are the four best teams in the country, I'm going to say Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, and Notre Dame. That's who should be in the playoff.
1: What happens, worst-case scenario, they only get five games in? Do you think an argument can be made at that point for them to make it? I still believe that we're
0: one of the four best teams in the country. Yes, I think there's an argument. If, If they just want to get the four best teams in the country and have a playoff, we should be in there. And that's what I thought the playoff was about. Yes, I think it should be that, w- that we're having to cancel games because of this craziness. That shouldn't be really held
1: against us. Whoever is the four best teams, that should be the playoff. I do find it interesting that they came out and specifically said there is not a game threshold to make the college football playoff. I'm not sure they figured they'd be in a scenario where one of the teams maybe played half as many games as the other. But that certainly does seem like they were allowing themselves some wiggle room for a possibly high profile and team that does really well in the ratings to slip in there. I don't know who that would be. Let's finish this topic with this. What do you expect the vote to be tonight? The college football playoff is revealed. Last time Ohio state was fourth. It went as follows Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio state. There's some people who believe Texas A&M deserves the spot. There are some who believe Florida deserves the spot. There's some Cincy momentum. Do you think Ohio State will be the fourth team when it's announced tonight?
0: Yeah, because
1: we have not uh, gotten to the threshold yet. You know,
0: we have not gotten, we still got the opportunity to get seven games in. So there's just no reason to disqualify us, any reason to change anything. But, you know, I still think that we got a thing with, you have to think that Notre Dame and Clemson. Are going to have to play again at the end of the season in the ACC championship game, and one gets knocked out. So uh, that gives gives them room to move Texas A and M or Florida in in there. You know, I think that you know that could happen. They could just say oh, Ohio State. Well, you haven't played enough games, but I don't think that's going to happen yet. It, it it no, I don't think it's going to happen yet. And and you know, then you look at Florida. Somebody's going to have to deal with Alabama in the SEC championship game. So I'm not really that worried about them dropping us out of the top four right now because there's still too much to head-to-head with teams that would be
1: uh, uh, moving ahead of us uh, still to play. We will have our eyes peeled. We're going to take a quick break, come back, talk recruiting. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. We are back, Dwayne, in the last 24 hours. The Dean of Ohio State Recruiting Bill Kerlick has put up updates on two prospects who are possible long shots, but I'd like to get your vibe on them. One, class of 2022 cornerback Jaheim Singletary out of Florida, and also Mm -hmm. class of 2022 linebacker Justin Medlock out of Texas. Singletary
0: is just a beast. The kid is complete... I mean, he's just complete, you know, like <laughs> he could be in the number one corner in the class. He's got a great looking frame on him, great body. Uh, they put him out there on an island. He's one on one, he's taking on whoever. Uh, and, and another thing I like about him, he tackles like a safety. He will come up and, and, and lay the wood uh, great on the ball. Ball in he's he's it's it's his as far as he's concerned. Uh, I mean, this kid to me is like a Okuda light. He's he's just just a little bit. Okuda was just more of a more of a specimen than this kid. Um, but I'm telling you, this this is a kid we need to prioritize. Uh, we need to get the cornerback room. Just uh, we need to restock it. We need to get some more athletes in here. You Know the guys going early on us is, has finally caught up with us, so um, we need to prioritize that kid in the next class. Uh, as far as medlock, hey, <laughs> you know, you would say, Well, we got a monster linebacker class coming in, and I can that argument is definitely there, but you also have to think about uh, McCullough is six foot five, six foot five, he's. <laughs> And and two twenty the last time we got a weight on him, the chances he's he's going to bypass linebacker and hit a defensive end are pretty good. Uh, you know, I'd love to see him. He's going to be at least a linebacker. He's not going to be uh, a safety like he is in high school. But you know, having a linebacker of that size, if he could play safety now at his size, maybe he can be a linebacker. But you can't count on it. So uh, you have to look at that. And, and also Gabe powers is a big, long kid. He could grow into a defensive end too. So you can't look at it as we've got these sure linebackers. So you want to stay in touch with the kid like medlock. He could play. I believe in any other year, he would have already been a Buckeye. He seems to be really high on Ohio state. Um, there's, there's a number of people saying singletary's very high on Ohio state too. Um, but Medlock, don't, don't think that, you know, well, that's too many linebackers because we may not have four linebackers. We may only have two linebackers. So uh, let's – him coming on, it's not going to surprise me. It's, it's not uh, uh, overloading a position. So just keep him in mind, great-looking football player. Absolutely.
1: Medlock was asked – which of the half dozen or so schools is recruiting the hardest? Of course, Ohio State, he said. And then he mentioned Texas, Oklahoma, and Oregon. I think we'd all like to see Ohio State pull another guy out of Texas, if not for anything else other than comedic purposes. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. If you have not signed up to become a premium member, our Cyber Monday deal has been extended one more day, 75% off an annual membership. Now is the time to get on board. We appreciate Duane stopping by, have a good one Bucknutters.